Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. We do have the Rams versus Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals favored at minus two. Uh, guys, get on this while you still can. Because right now you can bet on the Rams to win this thing outright. Joe Burrow ain't going to play this game. I'm telling you that right now. And they're still playing They're still playing out this game as if Joe Burrow is going to play. The Bengals ain't winning this game if Jake Browning has to come in at quarterback. I'm going to just lay it out for you right now. So go ahead, jump on that money line on the Rams. You can thank me later. Uh, speaking of Burrow, if you have Burrow, you need to find another option. Now, if you want to give yourself to the last second, Matthew Stafford, who is on my waiver wire ranking streamer quarterback list, is available in most leagues. You want to pick him up, give yourself all the way to that Monday deadline. That's a fine pivot off option. But whatever you do, do not go into that Monday night game thinking, I want to make sure I give myself every opportunity to play Joe Burrow and then wind up having to play Jake Browning like the Cincinnati Bengals do. Just, just putting those two cents out there right now. Uh, Joe Mixon, you have to keep playing him. I know it hasn't been great, but he's getting the volume. And Kyron Williams is just, I don't even know what this, I mean, Adam, Kyron Williams, I, I, was, I keep going back to Adam, but I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to keep going back to you when it comes to this topic, but you know what? Screw it. You've been doing a great job with it all night. So we'll go back to the Kyron Williams and the cam makers of it all with cam makers out the way. Is Kyron Williams, is he going to maintain what he's been doing? We've seen Rams backs, when they get a full workload, they turn into RB1s, whether they're RB1 talents or not. Is that what we're about to see out of Kyron? I think so. Uh, the rushing efficiency isn't great, but candidly, behind this offensive line, I don't know if it's going to the rushing efficiency would be great for anyone. Uh, and that's just kind of where my head's at. I think that's kind of where Akers lost this job is – they kind of just threw their hands up and went, well, I don't trust Akers to pass block. I need someone to keep Stafford alive. This is an older quarterback who's been hurt quite a bit. So they're like, well, we trust Kyron back there. Let's just do that. Stafford is going to be the one winning us most of these games anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that Kyron's the guy that they trust. It's not going to be Ronnie Rivers. I, I don't see any running backs coming out of the – the grapevine that are going to do much better than than Kyron at this point. I mean, Leonard Fournette, you're getting effectively the same thing. Oh, great, you're a good receiver. Oh, great, you're a good pass blocker. You can't run worth a shit. It's the same thing. There's nothing coming in the distance that's going to be any different. Um, so I, I don't see what the point would be unless they're going to start hemorrhaging draft picks and trade for a Jonathan Taylor, which I don't think that's the outcome anyone – I'm not going to tell anyone to prepare for that. Uh, so, yeah – I think Kyron's probably here to stay. And realistically, before the combine killed him, we all thought he was at least a decent prospect. Um, so, yeah, I think Kyron is kind of here to stay, at least for this season. 
Yeah, well, you know what? I tend to agree, man. I tend to agree. Crazy to think. Uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, if you got him, you got to play him. I know if, if Burrow doesn't play, you're not going to get too excited. My advice to you would be if you, need, as a result, take a more of a shot upside play in your flex this week as a result of that, you might want to go ahead and do that. Uh, let's let's harp back to Puka Nakua. Chris, help me out here. Puka Nakua, I got him as a top 12 wide receiver. So is he a top 12 receiver this year? What happens to him if Cooper Cup returns? He's not a twelve top twelve for the year. I think right now you can consider. Him I'm being, sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't mean for the year. This this week. Um, I think it's tough. Look, what you're looking at is basically Adam talked about the running attack. Kyron Williams isn't really the running back. Paco Nakua is running back. That's really what's happening. They're they're basically throwing a bunch of curl slants and real easy quick uh, hitch patterns. Matthew Stafford guns into it a spot, catches a seven yard pass. And that's basically their offense right now. Will that continue to be the case this week? Yes because that's going to continue to be the case what they've been doing. They're, they're looking to get rid of the ball quickly. You know, the, the, on top of the pass protection is not good. They're able to kind of do that. Stafford's got his gun back. He's able to throw an accurate ball right now. So I think Patrick Nakua goes over, gets good push off. He gets to his spots like he's supposed to be. He's going to continue to get the receptions. Now what you're kind of lacking on is where's the upside? Are you going to score touchdowns? Are you going to have any big plays? He had 20 targets last week. He had 15 catches, but he still barely went over 100 yards. So, I mean, it's something that you got to kind of keep in mind that I like what you're getting, especially in full point PPR. If he's full point PPR, definitely top 12, Dan. But if it's not, you might not necessarily get that this week. Hmm. I think half point, well, half point PPR is what I do the rankings off of. And that's where I got him at wide receiver 11 for sure. Uh, Tutu Atwell actually makes my top 36 this week. He's another guy who's getting a lot of targets on this team right now. Now, he's someone who I think definitely disappears if Cooper Cup, in fact, does return uh, just because the target share is going to be too good. Okay, Chris, we can have a showdown if you want to. But when the tar- when Cooper Cup comes back, there's going to be too much target share between him and Puka Nakua for Tutu Atwell to be anything. Who leads the most reception? Who has the most targets run for the Rams right now? That's Puka Nakua. No, Atwell. Atwell's the has he's been on the most passing Perouse run is to Pukunukua. They've been running oh. the same amount of routes. Playing time and routes run, Atwell's leading over Pukunukua. Now he's more receptions, I'm not arguing that, but Atwell's been 93% of the time in the passing situations, he's been out there running a route. He's going to continue to be the speedy guy. He has that Brandon Cook's role for them in this offense. It's not going to go away for Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's role is to move the chains and catch the ball. Difference for him between him and Nakua is Nakua gets eight yards per catch. Cooper Cup's getting on 15 yards per catch, and that's the difference you're seeing in his offense right now. So I think that will continue to be part of the offense. Nakua will be involved, but I don't think that was going to go anywhere. I think this is actually good for him when Cup comes back because he's going to continue to be the outside guy that he's been the whole season for them. No, he's not because he doesn't block. And by he's the five, way, he's five nine. The, the, the targets per route a, run is not close between Puka Nakua and Tua Atwell. It's 0.4 for Puka Nakua, 0.19 for Tutu Atwell. It's not close between those two. I thought it was 93. So I'm looking at a different stat. I must be sorry. I quoted the wrong stat. I apologize. Okay. It was 93% of the time that the routes run is Atwell. I so will agree with you that Tua Tutu does not necessarily disappear if Cooper comes back. I think Van Jefferson is the one who is who we need to be afraid of missing out on. He's already, yeah, he's Cooper, already gone. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, that's, but that's what I mean. I think Tutu becomes a very, very good DFS play. I don't think he's going to be a week-to-week player, in my opinion. I think he's going to be a guy that blows up in, in situations. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I would clarify for that. I don't think we have him as a guy who's going to be a top-tier receiver right, right now anyway. So I'm just saying that I don't think his role is going to change moving forward so much for Cooper Cup returning as much as Nakua's role would change. That's all I was arguing. We'll see how that all plays out. As For right now, though, if Cup doesn't come back, Tutu could stay a, a wide receiver three, and we don't know that Cup's going to come back. We don't know what's going on with that situation right now. Uh, this last mention, Tyler Higby, way lower on the ECR. ECR is going to a tight end 13. I got him a tight end 18. Uh, you, we talk about Van Jefferson disappearing in the past game. Where the frick has Tyler Higby been? Why, why is he getting pumped up into that tier of tight ends? That makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, so let's, let's see. We got one last comment in here from... Utah Music, I just traded Raheem Mostert, Najee Harris, and Jordan Love for Ramondre, Stevenson, Justin Fields, and Gamewell. Your thoughts, 14-team halfway PPR. It's a one-quarterback league. I am incredibly impressed that you got that trade done, in a four, especially in a 14-team halfway PPR league. You pretty much just took them over, the, over to the bleachers and trade-raped the hell out of them. Good job. <laughs> like, is anybody yeah. disagree no, with that? You, can, you came out ahead on that one, yeah. <laughs> Ramondre is a major upgrade on Najee, uh, and yeah, Fields, Fields, if he's anything like what we thought, should be an upgrade. Yeah, no, that's don't forget he Fields made well last year to begin the season. Yep, yeah, well and then turn into a QB one. Uh, oh, all right, one last question. We're gonna round out the show here. Uh, we got uh, Braden Schaefer. I got the second wave. Should I go for Jerome Ford, Cream Hunt, Jerome Ford? That, that's Jerome not. Ford. That's not. Ford, close. Ford. Jerome Ford is a starter. Ford. He's the guy, 100%. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, really? Everyone's saying otherwise, if you can believe it. That doesn't – you play in a league with a bunch of yep. – you, you need to go out and and suggest a bunch more trades then. <laughs> yes, that's exactly <laughs> what you need to do because apparently you have a lot more you can get for the taking in that league. Shit. All right, oh, that's going to do it for the show today. We will be back, or I'll be back with Brian Scott at 930 to talk a little injury list for the week, get you guys ready with what our expectations will be and the fantasy impact of it all. And then the second half of the show, we'll have Chaz Florida on to cap off our top bets of the weekend. Can't wait for that. Chase Thornton, make sure you check him out at 11 a.m. on Belly Up Fantasy Live on Sunday morning. Get those start sits out. And also check our rankings out on BellyUpFantasySports.com. They're both up there and live as we speak. Guys, take care. Good luck. We'll talk to you again real soon. 